and welcome to Right Now Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Kitty Buholtz, and this is episode 18, Ebb and Flow, an encouraging words episode coming to you on Sunday, January 28th, 2018. So there's been stuff going on in my life that I'm not in a position to talk about yet, but it had me thinking a lot about just life in general and good times and bad times. And there was a period over the last few years that I had to really ask myself, am I having bad times or am I having hard times? And I was writing blog posts about that and deciding that there really was a difference between bad times and hard times. Well, because of some stuff that's going on that I'll tell you about when I can, I've been thinking about good times and bad times. And um, thinking about in particular, like we've had some really rough times in the last about five or six years, kind of surprisingly tough and a surprisingly long time. And then, you know, things started getting a little bit better and then it kind of evened out and then we were kind of waiting, you know, how, how is life going to go now? Like, should we keep on bracing ourselves? Because, you know, sometimes you sort of get used to waiting for the other shoe to drop, as they say, waiting for the next bad thing to happen. And that's not a particularly healthy uh, way to look at life, but it makes sense because a lot of the things that we do in our heads and our hearts and our bodies are protected instincts. And so it makes sense that that's what we would want to do sometimes is be careful and and wait to see if anything else bad's going to happen that we need to prepare for or or survive or whatever. But the more I was thinking about it, the more I was thinking, you know, we seem to go through periods that last 5 to 7ish years of good times, bad times, more good times, more hard times. <laughs> And I was like, huh. And I, I brought it all the way back to probably about as long as John and I have been married, which is, let's see, it's 2018. We met 30 years ago this month at college. So when we were 19 and 20, so it's been a long time that there's been these, you know, three, four, five, seven year periods of things going really well and then really rough. And then you know, picking up again. And I started thinking about that with my writing too. I was just not depressed. That's, that's a real thing. And I don't want to um, say that I was depressed about something when other people are genuinely depressed about things. Um, but I was just feeling really down, feeling like a kind of semi-horrible writer person in 2016 when an entire year went by that I didn't publish a single thing. I was getting a little bit of writing done, but it was definitely during one of the hard times in life. And I just basically was thinking, I suck and there's nothing anybody can do about it. And sometimes when you're in that place, maybe there isn't anything that people can do except to say... I know what you mean. I've been there. I've been in that place. Um, you get through it. And so maybe in a way, this Encouraging Words episode is for you to hang on to for when you need it. Um, if you're in a hard place where you're just like, I'm not getting anything done and I'm frustrated and I don't like the way things are going, see if you can look back a little bit over the last you know, 10 or 20 or more years of your life and see if you can see a kind of a pattern of ebb and flow. Because the fact is, is that while I published nothing in 2016, in 2017, despite moving um, twice that year, twice, at least twice that year, I published three titles. Now, none of them I started 
uh, wrote all the way through and then published. But I finally published a Valentine's Day superhero story that I'd been working on on and off for at least two years. It was one of those horrible stories that you're like, the story just is never going to come together and it's horrible and stupid and I don't know why I keep trying to finish it. And then you finally, finally, finally finish it and publish it and then you read it again. You're like, oh, it's it's not horrible and stupid now. So I must have done something right or I don't know what happened, but now I like it. <laughs> anyway, and then I published a box set, which again, you know, all those books were already written, but I had been thinking for like two or three years, I really need to make a box set of the first three books of the superhero series so that people can buy one, you know, ebook or I haven't put it in print yet, they can buy one ebook file where they can start at the beginning from when the superheroes met, when they got married, and then what I had originally written as book one and is still book one, but now it's got these two prequels where um, the story pretty much starts when the couple comes back from their honeymoon. So I finally got that box set out. And then, joy of joys, I think um, the day after or the day before, I can't remember that I did this big international move, I finally got out Love at the Fluff and Fold, which again was a book that I did not realize how long I'd been working on this book. It's embarrassing, but you know what? If we can't tell our embarrassing stories, how are we really going to be able to encourage people who are in shoes that we've been in? So I'm going to tell you, um, at one point when I was doing edits on Love at the Fluff and Fold, I was looking for a scene that I knew I wrote, but I wrote it before I was using Scrivener and when I had just way too many Word files, I never could find anything. And I finally found it. It was in with my grad school stuff from 2010. So it was a scene I had written seven years before the book finally came out, which means I've been working on that book probably at least eight years. And that seems just to me so ridiculous. I'm like, you're a professional writer. What are you doing? Well, what I'm doing is I'm moving a lot and I'm having a lot of hard times in my life. Um, and so I started thinking about some things that I've been um, like teaching in my time management class this month, which is part of it is we need to talk to ourselves like we would our best friend or, you know, one of our children whom we love and want to help in every way. Like we just need to be a little kinder, a little more compassionate, and sometimes just be kind and compassionate to ourselves when we don't know what else we can do or be. And sometimes like we do with our best friend, try to think of, all right, how can we use this situation? How can we either use um, a hard time to our advantage in some way? How can we get through it? How can we do a little bit so that it doesn't seem like we're getting nothing done? One example is a friend of mine, she was having some tough times and she just was not in a place where she wanted to I don't know exactly, but she didn't want to be working on the, the editing and the publishing and, and all that side of the work of her books. She was happy to write first drafts and get the stories out that she had in her head. Um, I think it was probably, you know, for so many of us, it's a place we can go, sort of a safe place that we can go when we just need to get away from where life is with us right now. Sometimes we're like, I'm just going to write this story that's in my head because it makes me happy. Um, and she had, I think, I want to say five 
when I say books, like some of them are novella length and shorter and some of them are longer and that sort of thing. But she had five completed first drafts of five different titles that then she started coming back into kind of a better place. And she was like, okay, this is the period where I'm going to edit and publish all of those books and then I'll start writing more. And I was like, excellent, great. I mean, you spent all that time writing and now you're spending all this time publishing and it's just because you have to do what's working for you at the moment and you can't compare yourself to other people. And here's the other thing, we need to try not to compare the toughest times in our lives to the best times in our lives and think, well, life was so much better when. Well, sure, it probably, you all of us have moments when life was better at this other time. But the fact is, is that life is an ebb and flow. It's like waves of the ocean. It's like the story in Genesis of Joseph who gets thrown into a pit by his brothers, sold to into slavery, uh, ends up in another country working for possibly a tyrant. I think that might be a, a reasonable way to describe Pharaoh. Um, gets totally slammed into prison by a false charge from a woman who's been scorned, which, oh my gosh, I mean, how much worse can it get? Gets forgotten there, finally comes out of prison in order to see whether or not if he can explain to Pharaoh what his dream means, then maybe he'll be able to get out of prison. Otherwise, back into prison he goes. I mean, who wouldn't be like angry, bitter, resentful, enraged, I mean, like everything that could be negative. But, you know, God helped him to answer a question that Pharaoh had. Pharaoh was talking about, have this weird dream with seven fat cows and seven skinny cows, and then the seven skinny cows eat the fat cows, but don't get any fatter. And um, Joseph was like, oh, well, that's God telling you that there's about ready to be seven really good years for farming and um you know, I'm not a farmer, so I don't know how to say it, you know, crops and that sort of thing, seven really good years. And then there was going to be seven years of famine. So you need to put people in charge of saving up some of the grain and everything during the good times so that you have something to eat for all the people during the hard times. And I was thinking, my gosh, that is kind of what I feel like in my writing life, that when times are good, I need to be thinking, how can I take advantage of this moment in time for however long it lasts and really get some good quality work done. And so that maybe, like with my friend, I have moments where I have got all of this writing ready to get out and I'm putting out more books and things are going great. And then when it's hard times, I can be like, okay, well, I got those books out or I have these more things that I can do, you know, to finish editing and, and publishing the last couple of titles that I've been working on. And so at least I'm getting some work done and that's a good thing, you know, and it's such a great example in so many ways, you know, you can apply it to um, finances, you know, saving when times are good so that you have money to live on when times get hard. Um, it's definitely uh, something that I think that we should all be thinking about as writers. Life has an ebb and flow. The ocean has these waves that keep breaking onto the shore. They come in, they go out. They come in, they go out. They're not going to stop coming in. They're not going to stop going out. So when you learn to work with these rhythms of your life instead of rage against them or to just um, kind of sit back and relax and go, this is great. Life is great. I can just, you know, do whatever I want. I don't really have to work that hard. You know, when you can kind of get a balance in there, 
then I think that in the end, we can find a way to keep our mind in a healthy, good place so that no matter if times are great or times are tough, we can be like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do during the ebb time. This is what I'm going to do during the flow time. I know that's what I'm going to work on. So I'm excited. I'm hoping I'm about ready to begin another um, another really good period of my life. I'll tell you why when I can. Um, if things work out, which I... I'm really hoping they will, of course. <laughs> and um, we'll see We'll see what happens. Um, I hope that my situation and what I've been thinking about is encouragement to you. And if it's not something you need today, I hope you remember to come back and listen to episode 18 here when you do need it. I hope things are going great for you. I hope you are having a fantastic 2018. And if you're still in the middle of a tough time, just remember life probably will get better. And you have the strength to make it through today no matter what. Because for one thing, you've got friends, you've got people that you don't know like me who are rooting for you, and uh, we're going to manage to get through this together. So I hope you have a fantastic week, and I'll talk to you again soon.